Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome back to the Murder Board Podcast. This is Civil Trials, the discussion show for the Murder Board Podcast. I'm your host, Walter, and today I am here with a full panel. We got a happy little reunion here. We're going to start with Shelton. Hello. Savannah. Hello. Emma Ray's back. Hello. <laughs> and Zaria. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome back, you guys. Man. Uh okay. So tonight we will be discussing The Nightmare Before Christmas. If you have not seen the movie, this is your spoiler warning. If you have, I hope you enjoy our show. Alright, guys. Wow. Um like I said, welcome back. And um this is our last podcast of 2020 wow what a year I know. <laughs> not the most exciting year but are you kidding me <laughs> yeah, that's i an think this year has been a little too exciting i have to be bored a little bit now i've been yeah. too excited we yeah to think grandma's house with butterscotch candies <laughs> ew butterscotch that's worse <laughs> it's so lame that it's terrible, but it's better than what's happened this year. <laughs> you know Honestly, what? I feel like I'm eating like a bunch of like pop rocks or whatever. <laughs> I can I use s- some butterscotch candy. I can use some lame candy right now. <laughs> Our tongues are just irritated and burning. We need something. To <laughs> I know. I mean, like, I don't want to recap the year, but like, we started with like, you know, the death of Kobe and fucking pandemic and then you know killer wasp that just went away uh, <laughs> over an over overly annoying election and just um i made you guys watch a lot of bad movies this year too <laughs> man <laughs> <laughs> but we're here we made it <laughs> we are here and it is exciting because like i said it's our last podcast of 2020 uh savannah i think this is the most uh, well, I was looking back. I feel like this is the most sentimental for me and you because um, we started with the musical and now we're ending with the musical. Your first episode was Moulin Rouge. I know, and I love these musicals so much. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about this. I know. Like, I, I re-listened to our Moulin Rouge podcast and I was like, wow, we were... We, I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> and now I, I only semi-know what I'm doing. So this podcast has grown within a year. So I, I've... I've I, I I do appreciate you guys for joining me on these nights throughout the summer and into the winter until the end of the year and on to the future. Um, this has been fun. Thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Period. All right. So um, tonight, like I said, we're discussing A Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, uh, first question I have. I want to do this before we got into everything, but is this a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It is whatever Both. you want it to be. Kermish. Both. It's Kermish. Um, I I don't know. I I think it. I I'll explain. I think it's a Christmas movie, but for some reason, I say it's both. Really? I don't. I kind of want to give it to Halloween though. Yeah, because it's it's so it's, many monsters and it kind of scares you if you're a child watching. It's this. literally both. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 50-50. Like, I can watch it around Halloween, and I can watch it at Christmas. Because like, the whole first half feels like a Halloween movie, and then the whole second half feels like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
even in throughout the whole movie, it's, I get Halloween vibes. But then you know, obviously, mm-hmm. it's Christmas too. So yeah, I I I get Christmas vibes mainly because of the story, but- which I will get into. But I think it is oh, yeah. fun to put this movie on like Halloween. But uh, it's 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 fun. So um, we're gonna talk about the movie and everything. I did want to ask you guys because this is Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas, and are you guys familiar with this director and filmmaker Tim Burton? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one person you guys know is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, throughout this entire podcast, I'm like, hey guys, Larry Clark. Uh, he did bully. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey guys, John Carpenter. He did Halloween. Okay. Crickets. And, like crickets. <laughs> Man, fuck it. I was screaming about David Fincher for two episodes, and no one said anything. Uh, for three episodes, we did Gone Girl recently, so yeah. But uh, okay, so Tim Burton. Uh, for me, this is this is a director I don't really normally like. <laughs> Sorry wow. to bring the mood down, but uh, I just don't like his. I, I just never took to his style or his uh, worlds that he builds. I just know he does a lot of movies with uh, Johnny Depp. And I'm going to name some down because, uh, and I want to see if you guys have actually seen these or not uh, before we go to our break here. So first movie he did was Frank and Weenie. Uh, he did the 1984 version, and then he also redid it in 2012. Have you guys ever seen it? Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, love it. A movie, both movies I have not seen. So <laughs> I'm sure Oh my, my gosh, it's so cute. Is it's it? amazing. It's to a me, it's dog. cute. To me, it's cute. I like dogs, okay? Dead or alive, it's cute. Honestly, boy's best friend, like, for real. It's so cute. I love you. He's sad. What was that? Say that again. He's dead, though. Yeah, (laughs) it is a dead dog. But, I mean, hey, people like it. not for long. Um, Another movie. (laughs) (laughs) I just, okay. (laughs) Thank you, Shelton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another movie I haven't seen is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. This one is very famous among anyone who's over 40. Uh, came out in 1985. Again, I haven't seen it. Have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. I haven't seen that one. All right. Skipping that on to uh, Beetlejuice, 1988. Are you guys familiar with this? Yeah. I love Beetlejuice. Okay. Uh, a movie I have seen and a movie I don't necessarily like. <laughs> It's okay. I don't like Beetlejuice either. It always was weird to me. It was weird to me. I'm sorry. It's, yeah, that was it's a classic. The only thing I like is the chick with the legs and on the couch. That's all I remember. That's I all I really like. A little nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, uh, I like the. I recently, uh, I will say I like the Broadway musical. Uh, I listened to the soundtrack. I haven't seen it, but I listen to the soundtrack from time to time. It's good. It's very funny, very self-aware. But uh, skipping forward, we have the first, well, not the first, but the most iconic uh, Batman uh, in 1989. Have you guys seen that? No. Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Maybe. I have. (laughs) Well, yeah, I I, I like this movie. I have seen it. I've seen it many times. Um, Not my favorite Batman movie, but I think it's great. Uh, moving forward, we have Edward Scissorhands, another movie I've not seen. What? I have really? never seen Edward uh, Scissorhands. Oh my god! I know. I'm. This is like. <laughs> I feel ashamed. You feel not like the one. <laughs> you you botch it. Yeah. 
perfect opportunity to just like, you know, fangirl. But you, you, you slacking, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, another movie that I have seen and that I actually really, really like as uh, one of my favorite Christmas Christmas movies is Batman Returns in 1992. I just recently rewatched it. I think it holds up. I, I love this movie. Have you guys seen it? Uh, Danny DeVito is the penguin. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Christopher Walken as Christopher Walken. <laughs> I I love this movie. It's so fun. I like the little robotic penguins that they try to pass off as real penguins. <laughs> they all have like rockets on their backs too. It's awesome. Um, so, uh, after that, we have Sleepy Hollow in 1999. Uh, I love Sleepy Hollow. I love that movie, yeah. Never seen it. I'm with Savannah. Actually, no, I think I've seen this, but I don't remember anything about it. So, I don't, you know, it, it, I don't remember anything. Um, I've never seen it. Yeah. I, I think about the one with Hugh Jackman, but I believe this one has Johnny Depp in it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christina right. I think her name is. I think her name is Christina Rice or something like that. 2001 Planet of the Apes remake that everyone hates. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this. Have you guys seen this one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not good. No. It's not. But um, they they ju- they sure jump high. I will say that. <laughs> Moving forward, we have a movie that I believe all of us grew up with, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory from 2005. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yes, my favorite one. This is the most nightmare-inducing movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it it really is. Johnny Depp is this weird Michael Jackson figure. <laughs> That's all I. He look. He he. I believe he purposely decided to be Michael Jackson for that. Like it should be called Jackson's Chocolate Factory. Like that is who he's mocking. <laughs> so much more creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, he's got the voice, and the fact that he just wants to be like his dad is a dentist too. Like, it's just, it's horrifying. But it's a great musical. I do count as a musical because those uh, little mini me things were getting it. Like the Oompa Loompas, Walter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they literally have a song that is their name. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, we have another claymation type movie, The Corpus Bride from 2005. Has anyone seen this? Yes. It. Oh my yeah, god. Uh, another movie I have not seen, although it was playing nonstop during Halloween this year. I just haven't sat down to watch it. You're missing out, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, there's another movie <laughs> that I think we all collectively uh, love. Or, you know, I know me and Savannah really like this movie, and I wanted to do this on the podcast one day. But Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street from 2007. It's another Tim Burton movie. Uh, this movie is awesome. I have not seen that one. Sorry, you have to watch it. I think you're going to love it. It's awesome. It's all about cannibalism. And it's lots of, <laughs> lots of things. Lots of cannibalism, <laughs> disease. It's amazing. It's a wonderland of like music. Such great music. Yes, it's uh <laughs> I love that little kid. <laughs> Lots of blood too. Like they really went all out with the blood. Mm-hmm. Um moving to a movie that Sheldon actually likes and <laughs> uh did anyone else watch this movie? Alice in Wonderland from twenty ten? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Thank you. All right. Another nightmare-inducing movie, because all I think about is that little fat twins. That's all I can think about, and it's oh creepy. <laughs> I forgot their names. Were they, like, Daisy and Doopsy or something like that? Or They're both boys. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. There, yeah, that's it. After that, uh, I feel like this is a forgotten movie. It's also a remake, but Dark Shadows from 2012 with a whole lot of people in it. Uh, you guys familiar with this? Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know. I, I remember it coming out, but I never saw it. It's pretty good. Yeah, same. All right. So, um, and then we're just going to go through his recent movies here. Uh, he had a movie called Big Eyes in 2014. I don't know if anyone's seen that. Uh, in 2016, he had Miss pa- Perigen's Home for the Peculiar Children. Nope. I've seen it. You have? Yes. Good for you. <laughs> And then, uh, last but not least, his last movie that he's released in 2019, the remake of Dumbo. Fuck Dumbo. That's on my list to watch. That's on my list to watch. I recommend you take it off. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I watched it twice because I couldn't believe I watched it the first time. And it was boring. Oh. You're boring. <laughs> I, I I like the original cartoon, but that movie is just—it's a lot of just like, wow, and then they pause well, for like ten minutes. Well, they had to make the the remake more politically correct because you could pick apart Dumbo to like every like culturally wrong thing in that movie. Oh yeah. But so I guess with this one, they were making it politically correct. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. we all we all know those 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 uh those crows. <laughs> Screw those those racist crows crows. But um, so yeah, that's that's Tim Burton. Um, he's done a lot of movies. Like I said, I don't necessarily like him, but he has some movies I do like. But his him as a director, I don't like. Um, he he was also tapped to do a uh, Superman movie a while ago, but with uh, with Nick Cage, I recommend you guys look into that because it was weird um he was going to totally shift uh superman into a a weird thing uh, i believe his suit was like a, a a goop or powder that just like splashed on him and then it gave him his powers he was going to fight like a giant robotic spider it's uh it's a i recommend you guys look it up online it's it's, it's worth it um other than that uh that yeah we're going to talk about more tim burton with this movie the nightmare before christmas so uh we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back Christmas! And what is your name? Uh, uh, That's uh, all right. Uh, I have a special present for you, anyway. There you go, Sonny. Oh. <laughs> and what did Santa bring you, honey? Merry Christmas! All right, so uh, I'm going to rapid fire some movie facts about The Nightmare Before Christmas. It was released October 13th, 1993, so I guess it is a Halloween movie. It is not directed by Tim Burton, but directed by someone named Henry Selleck. Uh, the animation is by Joel Fletcher, Owen K- Kettle, Angie Galaka, and Justin Kahn. Uh, if I got those names wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, um, 
The story and characters are by Tim Burton. The screenplay is by Caroline Thompson. The film stars Danny Elfman, Chris Sarandon, who I love dearly uh, for the first Child's Play movie as a detective and Fright Night. Um, Catherine O'Hare, William Hickey, Paul Rubens, Pee-wee himself, also the dad of the Penguin in both Gotham and Batman Returns. Uh, Ken Page and Ed Ivory. Uh, the music is by the the one star in this movie, Danny Elfman. Uh, before we continue, uh, so Jack Skellington, we all know him. He is voiced talking-wise by Chris Sarandon, but every time he sings, it's Danny Elfman. Interesting, because he sounds so much alike. Yep, they they really pulled some talent out of their asses for that. Yeah, yeah they did. Uh, okay, so uh, the budget for the movie was $26 million. And the box office was $91.5 million. So it pretty much made its money back. Nice. Yep. Uh, 90s. Peaceful time where everyone could go to the movies. No. <laughs> now the movies are dying. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, here's some little behind-the-scenes things. Well, not some behind-the-scenes things, but okay. Anyway, The Nightmare Before Christmas originated as a poem by Tim Burton in 1982 while he was working as an animator at Walt Disney Productions. He soon began to think about the project and developing it into a short film or 30-minute TV special, but as years went by, he regularly returned to it, <laughs> and the project um became he he made a deal in 1990 with disney and to make it a full movie and production started in july of 91 and the rest is history okay uh <laughs> we're gonna go take one last break enjoy this trailer and we'll be back with the our discussion and our thoughts on the nightmare before christmas Welcome to an extraordinary world filled with magic and wonder. Open your mind and let yourself go to a place where every day is Halloween and every night Jack Skellington I am the Pumpkin King! dreams of something different. What is this? It's someplace new. Jack, look out! What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This is there. What is this? Haven't you heard of peace on Earth and goodwill toward men? <laughs> Touchstone Pictures presents the enchanting story of two very special dreamers and the holiday spirit that brought them together. From the imagination of Tim Burton comes The Nightmare Before Christmas. And what did Santa bring you, honey? All right, so we're back, and let's talk about The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, first of all, this is my first time watching this movie, so I want you guys to tell me when you first saw this movie. Um, because this is her one of her favorite movies. We're gonna start with Savannah. Ah, uh, just put me on the spot. Um, damn. <laughs> I all I know is I was really really young. <laughs> I, 
I don't know when. Like, I was in elementary school. So, probably, like, <clears throat> fourth grade or so. And I love that bitch from the beginning I seen it. Oh. I was still terrified of that dude in that chair, though. The doctor, the scientist. No, same. Oh, my God. Yo, I fucking His love that. His lips, bro. When he would come on the screen, he gave me nightmares. I love the movie, though. Fuck him, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah, I have questions about that guy. <laughs> Him and his brain. I have so many questions. But, uh... Hello. <laughs> um, let, let's hop over to uh, MRA real quick. When is your first time you uh, saw this movie? Zaria? Oh, I was a wee little lad. A wee little lad. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I don't really know how old I was. I just know I was younger. And... I was confused about if it was a Christmas because I think I actually saw it like around Christmas time and I was confused because I was like, okay, they're kind of scary monsters. How is this a Christmas movie? So I just thought it was little. Ooh, I don't even know. Long time ago. I watched it with um my mom long time ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you, Shelton? Um, I can can't remember like i've i've watched it tons but i it i have no idea when i first did but like y'all know when when i was little i hated well no not little but i hated horror movies and stuff for a while but i i always really liked things that were just creepy but not too scary and that was what something i loved about nightmare before christmas it was Mm -hmm. like just so spooky but it didn't make me fucking terrified. <laughs> Especially as a kid, because them monsters was... Oof. They were rough. Yeah, nah, I saw Final Destination. They burnt, the they're burning the brain. Coaster, and, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think we should get this out the way first. Um, like I said, it's my first time watching it, but I don't, I don't necessarily think this is that scary, even for, like, kids. We all can't be as tough as you, bro. I mean, like, yeah, that's your perspective of it, but like when I'm when, like me and Savannah when we were younger, obviously me and her were thinking the same thing. That dude in the wheelchair, uh-uh. the, the the scientist, you know, he got me. I ain't in front. He got Hell me. Yeah, <laughs> his head and his his lips, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. He's just his entire look. I, I swear to God, I had not about him. Y'all are just attacking this man's lips, though. Yeah, right? Shoot through his ass off the damn tower. Yeah. <laughs> wheelchair and all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, any, if you guys ever seen Diary of a Mad Black Woman, but I just got flashback of what she like. He was in a her her ex husband was in a wheelchair, and she's like, just let him roll. I think he just rolled into the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I I mean I I know I'm an adult now, but if I even went back, if I try to revert back to my child self, which I think I can do pretty well, I don't think I would have ever been like scared of this i mean then again i don't know because i was Didn't terrified you watch of... horror movies as a kid too i watched i started watching horror movies uh after like after middle school i got into horror movies the summer before freshman year so before i met you guys so you know this is i mean i guess it's relatively new but not necessarily but yeah before that i was terrified you know i had a birthday party everybody wanted to go see insidious i said no we're going to see paul and that's that. <laughs> and then I remember my parents being like, "Now, nah, why would you do that?" <laughs> yeah. 
they, like, I remember they sat me down that night and I was like, well, now why would you do that? You know you lost the vote, but you just had to tell everyone they were going to see Paul. And I was like, I was not going to watch that movie. <laughs> I remember watching that movie in theaters. <laughs> I think I can sit my little brother down and he would be able to watch it. I don't think he would be scared of it. You know, put him on, that doctor go come on with them lips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start throwing hands at the screen. No, 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 no it's not real. He gonna break the TV. <laughs> but uh, let's jump into the movie here. Um, can someone explain the beginning of this? Because we have like this forest. And I put down in my notes introduction to Halloween or the holiday world with this voiceover. And uh, we, we mainly see Halloween town, but like um, this right off the bat caught me. And I was like, whoa, okay. So the holidays are just doors and trees in this random forest. Don't question it. Just go. Right. All right. Well, um, you should have told me that before I watched it because I have a list of questions about the logic of this oh, movie. God. How okay. else were you going to it that way? Like, come on now. They did a great job with the way they did that. How the hell yeah. are you going to enter another world ho- uh, holiday? They're in world? the Halloween world. Come on, man. Those the spirit, they're like the, the Christmas spirit, you know, the spirits of the holidays. Okay, well, I was just curious of y'all's interpretation because I didn't have one. I mean, I developed one as the movie went on, but at the beginning here, I'm like, okay, I I already have questions just looking at this. Although, I like how it's all just, like, I guess, American holidays? Like, you know, there's one for, like, uh, St. Patrick's Day. I'm I'm so happy I saw one for Thanksgiving. No one skipped over it this time. Man. (laughs) Um, Easter. Yeah, Easter. <laughs> oh, that little bunny. <laughs> oh, poor bunny. Didn't deserve that. I'll tell you right now, that's my favorite part. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kidnap the symbol for Jesus. Um, I was... <laughs> But um, I can't wait to let let yeah let's get into this here. So yeah, uh, Halloween world. We get this big old musical number. This is Halloween, iconic song. I knew this before watching it. I, I've heard this song before. Um, do you guys like this song? Fuck yeah! Is that yes. a question? Of course. It's such a good mood setter. Classic. I think it's a great way to introduce all the characters. You see everybody. Uh, the first one that caught my eye was the mayor though. Oh um, <laughs> man. That. That mayor is pretty. It's pretty funny to me. I like the, the way his little body looks. <laughs> I love Just, his uh, emotion changing head. Yeah. He's like, Everything's yes. going great. We're doing good, guys. Oh, I hate my life. Yeah. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a we get a hit of uh, Oogie Boogie in the Moon there. Another iconic. Oogie Boogie. Yeah, Oogie oh, Boogie. Uh, I wrote down because I didn't know her name, but I wrote down uh, "Dead Voodoo Girl" because she's a, she popped up a little bit. And then uh, Jack Skellington pops up out of the fountain. Uh, Hell yeah! The, the king of Halloween. Hell yeah! And, uh, the the pumpkin king. But so I don't know. Is so what is like? Is Jack just a very a very rich guy? Is he an actual king? If so, why is there a mayor? What's the government look like for this town? Like I already had questions as I was. Jack's like this. a celebrity, Walter. He's the spookiest guy in Halloween Town. Okay, I can go with that. But then again, they they keep Boogie locked up in the basement. So is he? Boogie Boogie to me, he was evil. 
Jack is spooky fun. Oogie Boogie is spooky yeah. monster. Yeah. Uh, Alright, yeah, look, this is a kid's movie. I can go with it. But I do have more questions. How do we feel about Jack? Is How do you guys feel about Jack? Does I love Jack. Movie? I just like how Jack carries himself, like, throughout the movie. Like, yeah. what, like, he, like he just can't, like, like, Jack knows he's that skeleton, but he's humble about <laughs> it. Right. Like, Jack just wants to change. He's such a nice monster. Like, a like yeah. evil, dead person. He's so nice. Oh, my God. What a great guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I, I like Jack. I think he's pretty cool. I like the way he looks. I like the way he moves. But um, he's not the most confident guy to me. I don't know. This, I mean, like, this movie, to me, seems like it's, it's, a, it's a skeleton having, a, uh, having an identity crisis. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's like... <laughs> I, I get it. That. Yeah. yeah. He's relatable. He's relatable. Um, I thought He's he bored. Was, yeah. I thought he was going to be like, you know, a lot of this movie to me seems to be very similar to The Grinch. So that's what I was expecting. But then mm-hmm. <laughs> as the movie goes on, we get mm-hmm. the other factors into it. Uh, that's what I was expecting Jack to kind of have the same type of like, I guess he's, he kind of sort of does, has the same kind of character arc as The Grinch uh, in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But uh, this is a very twisted version of that, I feel. I don't know about that one, Chief. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah. in, the, in The Grinch, The Grinch is like, he hates it, and then he figures out he loves it. But that, it's like, he loved it, but he's bored. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm saying... He's the best in it and everything, and he's just, you know, being the best all the time gets tiring. Because mm-hmm. no one's surprising you or doing anything you think is super interesting. You're always the most creative, the most interesting, the most fun. Yeah, I get that. I'm saying, like, at this point, you know, when we meet him and he's, like, lamenting, it's another successful Halloween, but I'm so bored. Like, I am expecting him to have the same kind of sort of character arc with a more perverted twist. I don't know. It's just the vibe I got off was, like, Grinch vibes. But, uh, you know, that's just as of at this point in the movie. But as the movie progresses, I think it is about a dead skeleton having I, I, having a midlife crisis. And then at the end, he's just kind of like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to be me. Wouldn't it be like a mid-death crisis since he is a skeleton? <laughs> or like, thinking too hard into it. Look, if you want to think too hard into it, what is Jack? Is he, is he, was he a dead person? Was he alive at one point? Or is he just the spirit of Halloween incarnate? Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's too much thinking. I'm good. Yeah, I, have, I, I, can, I can pull questions out. I, I mean, if you want me to, we can get there. You know. <laughs> I'll tell you guys right now. Martin Walter, we don't, con- we don't got to do all that, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> Again, like, all right, for me, uh, this is a kid's movie. Do you guys think this is a kid's movie or is this a family movie? Because there's I think a, a family movie. Yeah, like, we don't got to just be kids. Like. I'm going to be 80 years old and that bitch watching this shit. I don't care. <laughs> Today I die. We watch that shit every Halloween. So. Today I fucking die. <laughs> okay, I respect that. I I'm gonna say that I think this is leaning more towards a kids movie. Yeah, you said that ten times. Because, Emery, but because um, I don't think there's much here for adults to kind of like snack on, for lack of a better term. Are you kidding? You love Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so. <laughs> 
I'm not trying to speak speak ill of the movie. Like I'm gonna say right now, I really enjoyed this movie. Let's shift over from Zach, uh, from Jack, Zach. Let's super, let's shift over from Jack to uh, Sally. Do we like Sally? Do we hate Sally? Yeah, I like Sally. When I was younger, I did not like her. Oh. I don't know why. Like I just mm. I had like internal beef with her for some reason. No, I'm gonna be Rosario on this one. She's like, like I, I don't really know why I don't like her. I'm just like, oh, here comes Sally. Right. Like, oh, right. that's exactly, that's exactly how I was like, oh, here she goes. Here like, comes oh, Sally. Here goes. Little right. broken, ass, broken ass bitch. Here she comes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she just wanted to help him. But ask me why. Just I, I, some I dislike Sally. <sighs> ask me why I did not like Sally. I can't give you an answer. I mean, no, I did not like her. Thank you, Zara. I'm so good enough. <laughs> I feel the exact same way about this innocent girl. I just, I'm just like, you know, I don't really care for you. You can go off. You can go Honestly, back to your scientist. The movie can happen and you not be there. It, it can still happen. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Let me stop y'all because I'm with Shelton. I actually like her. I really Get like off her. my girl Sally. <laughs> I liked her at the beginning of this movie, so I guess I'm in the middle. But towards the end, I'm like, yeah, what is her purpose in this movie other than to like <laughs> fail at saving the day twice? Like, <laughs> not once, but twice, my girl. Yeah, like, twice. Speak the fuck up like she knew and she still was just like, oh, I'm gonna save you. No, no, no. What, what really caught me off guard about this thing here is that at some point in the movie she said she had a vision. I'm like, wait, hold on. This dead girl is psychic? How? When did this happen? And then, like, so I don't know. I like Sally, but she has no real character. She doesn't really do anything. <laughs> she just kind of is there to be like, oh no, kids. This is bad, and then disappears. <laughs> but uh, I, I do want like a spinoff with just like a prequel of her and that that doctor. Like they, they were so interesting to watch. Just like this, this is supposed to be a bad scientist, yet he keeps getting poisoned every day. Like <laughs> 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 I love when she goes back and she. Or like when he shows up, he's like, "You wench, you poisoned me again." I'm like, "Again? What?" Right, right. If he keeps poisoning you, why is she here? Like, why is you here? Like, just you know, <laughs> no one's gonna miss her. Just like, <laughs> her. Uh. yeah. Like, look, I don't advocate for. I, I, I highly do not advocate for domestic violence of any kind. But like, it feel like this relationship <laughs> was just too toxic to be like existing. One of them had to go. You can either do go with Savannah and Emery's suggestion, which is pushing his wheelchair out the window, <laughs> or you, you take her out before she gets to you again. But, like, to be poisoned every day just so she can sneak out and have affairs was just, like, a weird thing to me. You could just unsew her. <laughs> cut I her mean, thread. You could just cut her thread. I mean, but then, like, what kills me is that she, he solves his own problem. He just makes another mur- another person. So like, I love how that, that fell first? through too. Yeah, <laughs> you never see him completely complete that little fucking monster he made. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was so ugly too. He was like swiping through the heads, and I was just like, nah, that was not it. Don't do that one. <laughs> I was like, oh look, it's pre-tender. He's just looking for head. Oh no! Stop! <laughs> I'll be here all night. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, 
I, I'll take this. I actually, I like the doctor. I think he's funny. He is creepy looking, though, with his brain popping up every, like, two seconds. Like, whenever he would scratch his head, it's like the physical, like, representation of you make my brain itch. Yeah. <laughs> he tapped that damn skull back. He just got scratching it, and then just like, ugh, put it back. <laughs> I, I didn't catch his name. I don't know if you guys know his. Do you guys actually know his real name? Uh, yeah. In my notes, I have wheelchair pimp because I thought he was like a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that he was a doctor until about like a little ways into the movie. I was like, oh, he's just a scientist. Well, that's his new name now. I will never call him his name. He's wheelchair pimp. <laughs> that's Thank you, longer. Walter. <laughs> Dr. Finkelstein. Okay, Finkel. Finkel, okay. Wheelchair pimp. <laughs> it's wheelchair pimp. <laughs> My name is a pimp in a wheelchair. Like <laughs> I'm a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, wheelchair pimp. No, 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 no. You gotta say the whole thing. A pimp in a wheelchair. A pimp named Slickback. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to pimp slap you? Because I will. Oh my god. So yeah, him and Sally, toxic relationship. Uh I, I guess it's a father daughter thing. <laughs> it's like that's what I get. That's the vibe I, I get off of it. It's like I have a daughter, but she just poisons me every day. Like I can't ever like actually eat. <laughs> if he let her out the house, maybe she wouldn't have to poison him every damn day. I mean like oh, true, true. But <laughs> she's so weird. I love how her limbs come off though. Like that's cool. Like you know, oh, that scene where she jumps from the tower, and then like just puts herself back together—that was wild. That was the one scene where I looked away and I was like, "All right, they're having a conversation." Or no, she's fixing the basket, and I'm like, "All right." I look away because my brother was doing something. I look back; she's out the window, and I'm like, "Whoa, what just happened?" She was fixing the love basket. When did she commit suicide? Like, <laughs> yeah, she fucking swan dive, dude. <laughs> And then I love how when she lands, the little, like, jazz band is just there. Like, <laughs> so look at this bitch sneaking out again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, throughout the movie, we have this, like, little mini jazz band that just kind of show up in random spots. I love the little jazz people. Like, <laughs> And then I like how uh, Jack gets to try to get them to, like, uh, play some kind of Christmas carol later on, and they do it horribly. He's like, all right, we'll just go practice. We'll get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he get it. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's talk about this ghost dog. Zero. Oh. I think this thing is extremely cute, and I want one. Oh wow. I it cracked everyone. It cracked my little cold heart. He was like, you know, it's it's the when he shows up, and Jack is singing his little like I his little traditional Disney I want song that's in the in every Disney movie. And, you know, we get the iconic shot of him at the moon, which is just, like, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But he rubs a little, like, uh, a tombstone, and just little dog pops out. I'm like, oh, it looks like a little, like, a uh, tissue. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tissue with a nose. I was so <laughs> infatuated with this dog. I swear to God, I want one. Like... <laughs> I, actually, I absolutely loved this thing. It, it, uh, I didn't realize his name was Zero. It's about halfway through, though. But <laughs> yeah. I love I love Zero. Uh, I, he looks like a little, like, um, man, what's those Kleenex commercials? Is it Kleenex? Those little commercials where they have, like, the little clay people 
with the pointy yeah. noses. He looks yeah, like one of eggs. those. <laughs> I'm like, oh, his little <laughs> nose is red. Just give him a little, little dab of Kleenex with lotion, and it's all better. He's like Kleenex. dog Rudolph, but dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's Rudolph's like dead, bro- like cousin. I don't know. <laughs> He was stillborn. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. That'll get cut out. But um <laughs> No 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 no. but yeah, I love I love Zero. Uh, I want a little zero. I mean, I don't want a dead dog, but I mean like I want a little ghost dog. <laughs> Those little fifth graders out there, do not bring me a dead dog. But if you have a ghost dog, like, no. Summon a ghost dog for me, and I will be set for life. Did y'all know his it. nose was a pumpkin? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little I pumpkin. I didn't notice. I know yeah. it glowed. Mm-hmm. It's a little glowing pumpkin. It's a jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes it even more cute. <laughs> I want one. Walter finally has a heart for dogs. It is right. a dead one. Of course. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I almost went a little darker, but I do have a Oh, here is Oh, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Terrible. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Jack sings some more. Um, <laughs> these songs are so... I don't know. Like, I, there's some I like and there's some I don't. I guess it's traditional for musicals, but like, Japs is just nonstop. His songs, I think, are really, really, all his songs are kind of just exposition, but I like them. I actually like them. He has some really good songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one of them is what the the improbable dream where um, he's just singing at the moon and Sally's just watching behind like a tombstone, somehow not being like seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um let's see here so jack uh he you know he has his little identity crisis and he just I, how does how does jack and zero get to the horse thing i was kind of confused on that like i don't know how they got there uh no they, they didn't go to horse he sent well no oh he did go oh he went to the christmas one i think he was wandering through the forest like just walking around after he did his like song and he just came across it like he just came across the um the holiday trees. Okay, so yeah. and the tree one caught his eye. Okay, All right, I was confused. Like him and Zero just kind of show up there, and I'm like, wait, did I miss something? I rewind back, but it, it it's a cutaway, and we see something else happen, and then we cut. Like everybody's like, where's Jack? Where's Jack? Uh, you know, <laughs> I love the mayor. The mayor goes to his house like the next morning. He's like, Jack, I'm a politician. I can't make decisions. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> thought that was funny even for like 2020 it's just, just way too relevant it'll always be relevant <laughs> <laughs> but yeah everybody's like well jack hasn't been here for like days i don't know how they know that but they know or i don't know time works weird in this movie like at some point it's like a few months go by but um hey but yeah zero and jack end up in the little christmas thing from the beginning or the holiday thing in the beginning uh the way these trees look i was like you know what i would want to see a like a holiday game of thrones <laughs> like i think that would be pretty cool where like <laughs> each holiday is represented by like a, a town and then like they all go to war i want to see that or maybe i'll write it i don't know i thought i thought that was pretty i think that's a pretty cool concept that they, they didn't really do here house easter versus like house 
Arbor Day. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's such a bizarre idea. <laughs> <laughs> we have dead bunnies everywhere. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Jack sees Christmas land and just like completely loses his mind and he's like infatuated. And I love how he comes back to the Halloween town. He's like tries to explain it to everyone. Although I was like, can everyone please stop like interrupting Jack while he's singing? Like, <laughs> let him explain it. But uh, I love the line he gives. He's like, and they call him Santa Claus, and everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like this. And then I have more questions. But before I get there, uh, as, you know, uh, do you, I want to hear from you guys. How do you feel about Jack's little journey here? <laughs> to solving Christmas and well give me your interpretations of it I feel like he could have just easily asked somebody like talked to people in the day of Christmas town and be like what's going on here what's what's all this I feel like it could have been that easy yeah, that's probably. what his accent yeah about to say just be like oh what's this like he was already singing what's this what's this okay just fucking ask somebody just ask <laughs> you've got little elves running around everywhere just fucking ask they're fine like, they're not gonna be, they're not gonna hurt you or will they? Because, like, no one sees him. <laughs> I'm That's like, another thing. Like, how the fuck is this big-ass skeleton <laughs> jumping around on all these houses, like, yeah. ziplining down the the damn Christmas lights and electricity poles? Like, <laughs> does nobody see him? Like, he's literally spying on elves and, like... <laughs> yeah, peeped in on, like, Mrs. Claus, too. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it's so funny but like yeah like then again he is like a stick bug so i guess he like blended in with the snow but like i don't know he's not really I, I, it's it's weird but uh yeah like he could have asked somebody um uh, i i originally thought that he was going to take over christmas towns and that's where his like big like that's where the movie was going to be i didn't know he was going to take the holiday and bring it to his town so i thought that was a pretty <laughs> little surprise little i i didn't know i was like all right oh okay he's gonna what's the word he's, instead of you know taking over a culture he's going to appropriate it that's exactly uh, what he did <laughs> yeah i never thought about it that way i never thought of it that way that's exactly <laughs> what he did oh my yeah. god like he didn't he didn't try to get with like the the locals he just saw it copied it and made it his own yeah so, you know, there's some more subtext for you guys out there. If you want to write your little fifth grade, well, I guess you guys are going to sixth grade now, your little sixth grade uh, essay reports, uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas, a story about the failure of culture appropriation. There you go. You're going to write in a full. Yes. Now you can take from us. I, although I would like to be paid for my services. Thank you very much. <laughs> I charge <laughs> seventy-five seventy-five cents per word. Just make sure you spell my name right when you cite me. That's all I ask. <laughs> and Zaria Martin said, "I didn't know." <laughs> <laughs> and Shelton Norman said, "This was Disney." Like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> honestly i i wish like not, not that i wish because i know this movie is strictly about christmas and halloween which is a good little you know match up there they're both opposites but they both kind of take place around the same time 
it's a good little mash like mash up there but i honestly would like to see jack go and visit the other hollow holiday like town mm-hmm. like uh, how would jack fare against leprechauns like i want to <laughs> like how do they not make sequels on top of sequels with this movie well at the end he kind of ends up content so there's no reason for him to go to the other ones but boogie has a reason and we will get to that because <laughs> that we'll get to I'll apply the same thing there, but like, you know, you can easily have like, you can just make a different character in the same world. Like, you know, what if Santa decides to be like, you know what, let's check out the 4th of July. Let's see what that's about. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so Jack comes back. He tries to just pretty much, you know, the second half of this movie is just Jack taking Christmas and applying it to Halloween. And everybody's just like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to work with what we got. People are making like hats out of rats and bats and stuff. And it's pretty, it's hilarious. Uh, my favorite part is when the vampires are making those little duckies, but they put like holes on it. But it's like bleeding. I love uh-huh. how they they try, but it's like all they know is scary and Halloween, so everything <laughs> mm-hmm. comes out a sinister version of a Christmas thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. so cute though. Like I love it. Is. it. They it's... try. <laughs> like. <laughs> Jack single-handedly traumatizes a whole generation of kids by the end of this movie. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, every gift kind of, like, turns into, like, a deadly thing. Like, what really cracked me up is that he puts a wreath on a door later on, and that wreath just, like, grows eyes and starts growling. I'm like, wait a minute, the wreath is a monster now? Oh, my God, run! Ain't nobody safe. <laughs> Yes, I love I love the shot when the kid uh, he sees Jack and Jack like runs off and his parents are like, "What you got there?" I'm gonna just say Billy because it's Christmas, but Billy and Billy turns around. It's like a little he pulls out a head and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> he got a head for Christmas. <laughs> and he um, didn't even look scared. He just like turned around. He was like, what "The fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> he got one of those heads from Scooby Doo, like. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, I, I I love this. Yeah, like this is. I think I like the the second and third half of this movie much more than like the beginning because it's so like outrageously funny. Like everybody's just it's all this stuff. And uh, my favorite characters, and I'm gonna ask you what your favorite character is now. But like my favorites were the three little trick or treaters, Lock, yes. Stock, and Barrel. They are mm-hmm. my favorite characters other than the dog. Mm-hmm. But they're my favorite because they reminded me of the two devils from Hercules. But, like, they also remind me of, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Um, I remember explaining this movie to Shelton, but, you know, briefly, this movie is about a Celtic cult trying to take over um, Halloween, basically. And they use it by uh, using Halloween masks, and the Halloween mask just kills kids when they put it on. <laughs> but... Oh. They reminded me of that, but other than that, I love Lock, Stock, and Barrel. I love how they, <laughs> I love how they kept getting the, like the things wrong, and they're like double teaming with Boogie. But what what are you guys' favorite characters in this movie? Oogie Boogie. Um, Jack. Right. Yeah, I think mine's is like Oogie Boogie Man. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I like Oogie. him. I like him. Oogie Boogie is my favorite too. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oogie is good. The the Boogie Man. Right. Yeah, he's good. But like, I, I was stick with Lock, Stock, and Barrel. He mm-hmm. did. His song is really good. Best song of the whole movie for me. He's just a bad bitch. Like, he, may, <laughs> he might, just might be made of bugs, but... Just might. Just <laughs> he is. Just something about him. Leave him alone. That's my... He's a big-ass pillowcase. He's a bad bitch. <laughs> That's he one cool-ass bag full of maggots. 
That boy mm-hmm. there is thick. He also has like a level of like sass that I appreciate. Yeah. Like he's kind of sassy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I, I love how Lock, Stock, and Burr, are, they're like, Jack specifically tells them to keep Boogie out of it. And like later on, they're like, let's tell Boogie. All right, then. <laughs> because the little shits were evil, and they just wanted to yes. fuck shit up. I do and love I, them, too, though. They're so much fun. There's the yeah. chaotic. Is, I love their little tub they ride in. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we got him, we got him. Out pops the Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> It's like no, and then they finally like I love when I love the scene where they finally catch Santa. He's like reading off the list, and then ding dong, they're at the door. Uh, although I have questions because like they're like trick or treat. He's like what? And then they just like put him inside the sack. <laughs> but I fucking my, jumped his ass. <laughs> like my question was like, did they? What happened to Mrs. Claus? She was there. Did they kill Mrs. Claus? <laughs> oh, you know they probably did. Knowing them little shits. <laughs> they were so funny. Oh, I love them. Like they called him uh they called Santa a big red lobster man. <laughs> I laughed out loud when I heard that. Since Boogie is your favorite character, Savannah, explain him to us. Well, really to me. Boogie Boogie is basically this gigantic ass pillowcase. Like he's just a he's a uh what is a burlap sack just full yes. of bed bugs and he's just evil and he is in like his own little cave kind of like the Grinch but it's like underground yeah. and he's just so bad like it's almost like a little jail he's in and he's a gambling man he's just a bad bitch and he just uh, he's just so great yeah I did have questions about the dice, but it does get answered later. That he's like, he's like, he likes games. He, like, he's games, yeah. He's yeah. like poker and Russian roulette and shit. Like, or that knife throwing game. Like, I love to see when I saw that. I was like, okay, he's dangerous. He's dangerous, dangerous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, man, man. Man, again, it's so like this for me is like the best part of, of the movie. Like, but Lock, Stock, and Barrel, they, they take Santa because Jack like put him somewhere comfortable. What more comfortable than with? Boogie, and they they stuff him in this little, little tiny hole, and like one of them is like, well, if he can go down a chimney, he can fit this hole. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They're using like plungers to push him down, and he's like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I love these little three. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Oogie, Oogie Boogie, we get introduced to him. He sings this fantastic, iconic song. He sounds like the plant from Little Shop of Horrors, though. Yeah, um, he does. <laughs> I checked. It's not the same actor. No. Uh, the actor is Ken Page, who voiced King Gator in All Dogs Go to Heaven. So uh, there's an unlocked memory for you guys. If you've seen it. I know I have. I grew up with those movies. Nope. Never seen it. Heard of it. Never watched it. Another references, though. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. At the end of Boogie's song, though, he, like, opens his mouth, and he's like, and Santa's like, what are you gonna do to me? And he's like, I'll show you. I'm like, oh, my God, did Boogie just eat Santa? I thought Boogie ate Santa, and that was the end. And I was like, oh, what what is the rest of this movie gonna be about? Like, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, did he just eat Santa? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was so invested at this point. I'm still trying to figure out what his, like, end goal was, because he didn't really do anything other than, like, torture him. Yeah, 
he just kind of spun him around a little bit on the table and had him dangling in the air. Like he, I don't really know what he was gonna do. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> I guess he was, cause like he doesn't really have motivation, and I think that's my biggest criticism, or like my only criticism of this movie is that none of these characters have very clear or established motivations. Like I, even Jack, I would say, is not very clear. He starts the movie off. You know, I mean, he has an arc. He, you know, he's bored, midlife crisis, everything goes wrong. He realizes who he is, and then he ends the movie being content with that. I would like more, but uh, again, kids movie, family movie, it's fine. It's Disney. Uh, it's not Pixar. It's Disney. So I'm I'm fine with that. But like Uki, if he's the main villain, I would like to understand his main motive. And to me, it's more of just like, well. He's like, you know, he's the evil one of Halloween Town, but it's not until Santa gets there where he's like, well, maybe I guess he uses Santa as leverage to take Jack's place, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't I guess. I, I think he just like, I don't know, he just, everybody in the town is just like real, they, they might all be monsters, but they're all, you know, they're all pretty cool and friendly and like they just want to have a good time and then. And, you know, here comes Oogie Boogie just trying to fuck shit up and take over. And they're like, you know what? Kick to the curb. Like, you you don't belong here. You're just here to fuck shit up. Get out. Get away. Get out. Yeah, I guess Oogie's like that. You know, those kids at the playground, you know, there's always that one kid that just takes things too far. Yeah. Oogie, Oogie Boogie is that. But he's so Oogie Boogie lovable. Is the sil- he's the silver teeth kid. Like, you don't want to fuck <laughs> <him>. <laughs> <Stay away. laughs> Dang, Savannah. But that's a pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, we all we all know that silver tooth. We all what about this though? We all know that silver tooth kid, and yeah. we I mean, see we see him. No, oh gosh! No. If you're listening and your te- your children have silver teeth, I mean, you that's that's your fault as a parent. Look, yeah. If you're a parent, please recognize that you may have raised an asshole. Uh, and, and go get to parenting kids. with the murder board podcast. Yeah, go, go Savannah. Go get your kids' teeth fixed. That was a good one. Oh my god. And I know we're all quarantined. We're all wearing masks, but smiles still matter. <laughs> your no, kids got to rotten up under that cat. I ain't even being attacked, and I feel attacked. <laughs> oh god. I can just hear all the dentists be like, no, no, no. No. <laughs> we need money. No. Not no. <laughs> no. So this movie, yeah, this movie moves pretty fast. I love Boogie. I just don't understand his motive really. Sally is in this as well. Uh she uses her fog juice to try to mess up Jack's plan, but we only get a Rudolph reference, which is awesome. I love little Zero. And she just like, oh no, I failed. Let's go rescue Santa. And then failed at that. <laughs> but I love how she, like, seduces Boogie with her leg. I know. She was trying to be a little thought that. Oh, it, it, it really reminded me of Betty Boop from Roger Rabbit. Like, I was like, oh, I yeah. Or I guess I Jessica Rabbit. She pulled a Jessica. Yeah, more Jessica. <laughs> I see what you mean. <laughs> Boogie's like, tickle, 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 tickle. Mommy and Sonny was getting some. He, he tickled her feet. I was like, I guess, because it's a kid's thing. There are kids watching this, but man, <laughs> I would have went 
a little bit more. It fits his character too, because he likes fucking with people. Yeah. Kuchiku. Like. Oh, let's do a little uh, torture foreplay. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'll spin you around this giant square. Oh my god. Knives at you. How's that sound? That's pretty hot. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, but like, okay, so the scene where like she's like, I'm gonna rescue you, Santa. And Santa's like, get me out of here. And her, I love how her arms just kind of come off and do like the untying. But then like they get caught, and does does Boogie like? inhale like does he turn into kirby at some point because they all like fall and then like i don't know i could i could tell but it seemed like boogie was like hey and like you know he did some kirby right back at you type stuff and just like sucked him in again i think (laughs) i i keep thinking boogie's eating people (laughs) he was giving the big suck dude (laughs) (laughs) you know the one move that I can do in Smash Bros. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat people and <laughs> I love Kirby. He's <laughs> he's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Same bro, that's all I play with. <laughs> Kirby Kirby's my go to player. <laughs> oh my god. Um oh so, yeah, meanwhile, Jack is, like, Jack is pretty much just messing up Christmas for everybody. I love how the military's after him, like, just immediately. <laughs> That's how you know it's the 90s, where <laughs> there's not a lot of, like, conversation. It's just, someone's attacking us. Get the military. <laughs> Dude, they're bombing his ass through the air. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like pre- some serious shit. Like, also, um, like, some scary Christmas gifts. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, a lot of them looked fatal. They did. <laughs> so. I love how you never see the adults' faces. So, like, the police and then, like, the news anchor. We never get their faces. And that was pretty cool. <laughs> little, you know, but, yeah, like, pre-9... You forget how, like, pre-9-11, America was just, like, reckless. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. well, we spotted a, a Santa's not Santa. Bomb his ass. Like, Take it down. <laughs> Like they they really shoot about the sky, <laughs> and then meanwhile in in, um, in Halloween Town the mayor is just like being a bad mayor. Where's Jack? Like no leadership skills whatsoever. It feels like Jack ran the town and he just took all the credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of the same thing that happens in Batman Returns with the Penguin and Christopher Walken as Christopher Walken featuring he's Catwoman. Like keep stating that he's himself. <laughs> Like, <laughs> we gotta watch that movie. It's so, like, oh, it's just Christopher Walken. All right, then. <laughs> like, he, uh, yeah, like, that movie is awesome. He's just, he just shows up. <laughs> I'm here. But, um, okay, so here's what I did notice. And I, this is maybe me reaching. And, you know, we're getting to the end here. We're gonna wrap this things up here. But, um, I, I, I might be reaching for this, but. I realized at this point when Jack is shot out of the sky, he's in front of the moon. Now the movie began with Jack in front of the moon. When he finds when he finds Christmas and brings it to the town, he, we get another shot of the moon. Uh, I realized that uh, the motif of this movie is that whenever uh, Jack or Jack has a sort of symbiotic relationship with the moon, and the moon represents his mental state. How do we feel about that? I didn't even notice that. Me neither. 
Yeah, whenever Jack, it's really whenever Jack gets an idea or a realization. So at the beginning of the movie, he stands in front of the moon. He's lamenting. He realizes that I need a change. The moon is full because Jack is full. He's he's done with Christmas or not Christmas. He's done with Halloween. He wants something new. So then when after he discovers Christmas in the world, he comes back. We get a shot of the moon and Jack's like head. The moon is in like, uh, I believe it's half crescent. So Jack is now, he is being re, either he's being emptied or he's being re, um, refilled with this new knowledge of Christmas. He's reading books, which, how does he get books about Christmas if he's never heard about it? Where did he get the books from? <laughs> but like, you know, I also, he has a book on the scientific method, which I thought was hilarious. But um, yeah, but like, you know, by the end of this movie, he falls, he's in that, uh, he falls out of the sky the moon was full again. He was full of Christmas spirit and, you know, not realizing he had to be shot out of the sky to realize that he didn't need to be filled with Christmas because he's already, he belongs somewhere else. He, he sings, he sings a whole song about it, but, uh, that's what I noticed. He falls into the angel's arms. Um, again, symbolism. I love that scene. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a really good looking scene. Jack's in there with his like ripped up Santa outfit, just hanging there. I'm like, Oh, I can see you. Yeah, I like it. Any thoughts? <laughs> or, or am I just doing too much with this movie? That Santa kind of freaked me out. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't know. It just looked weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Everyone looks weird in this movie. <laughs> no! <laughs> Everyone. No, it's the fucking dude in the wheelchair in the Santa. I was like, why does the Santa look like that? It's got skinny ass legs. <laughs> It reminds me of the guy from B movie, but he, he <laughs> rode around. Oh my god! The lawyer. We. Oh I feel like god. we should do the B movie on this podcast. Uh, I, I would like. <laughs> I would like to talk oh. about it. It's technically a legal drama. Technically, it, it's a court. There's a there's a whole court thing going on. So we could. It's a mystery. But uh, that's a, it's a conversation for later. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I'm reaching there. But uh, so. You know, the movie, we get to the end of the movie, Jack and Boogie fight after Santa's set free, and <laughs> I love how Santa's pissed at Jack, though. Like, <laughs> even though you saved me, you still messed up my holiday, you creep. And then, like, goes and fixes it. Santa's just existing this whole time. Like, he was just trying Honestly. to do his job. <laughs> and he's just getting tortured, kidnapped, beat up. I'm about to say, this is, like, the movie, like, I've, I've seen Santa, like, the least jolliest of in the <laughs> movie with the Santa. Like, this Santa is, like... Like, Christmas is just a job. It's not, like, <laughs> a way of life. It's just a job. It's his nine-to-five. Yeah, he's just like, look, man, I got, a, like, a list of kids to deal with, and you just messing the process up. I got a wife at home. We have several kids. I got bills to pay. Like, that's that's the vibe. To be fair, though, Jack handled a good portion of that job by killing a lot of them kids with those presents. Oh my oh god. Gosh. <laughs> we don't need but the, but the, but those are less kids for next year for Santa to Man, give presents to. Okay, Honestly. well. My so thing Santa's is out like, of a job. My thing is like what if he already get started got started on Christmas for next year and then like Every every all of his kids get pretty much Thanos, and now he has all these extra gifts. 
You know, Chance is giving out two gifts. I would think more like, you know, Zarya, me and you, we worked at Target. Uh, you know, you know how we get too much stuff. We have to like take stuff out and just push everything. Like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. I would like, feel like if it stays too long, it has to. We have to sell it somehow. Yeah. So I would feel like it would be like something like that, and that's just a nightmare. <laughs> or people can get extra gifts. So hey, I guess it's a win, win, lose, win, win. I don't know. These kids are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who's winning when there's dead children? It's like, all right, Cindy, here's your next gift. It's wait a minute. From it Santa says to Carl. Next <laughs> thing you know, her aunt just runs into the <laughs> runs into the kitchen. <laughs> Who was Carl? Um, your cousin. <laughs> He's no longer oh, with us. No. Oh no! Oh, no. That's so <laughs> this would have been Carl's first Christmas. Little Cindy Lou. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I like the fight between Boogie and Jack. Again, I don't know Boogie's motivation, but he Jack just pulls a string and he turns into bugs. And <laughs> Santa straight up like switches a bug and is like, "All right, well, I gotta go fix Christmas now." After that, really, no one gets any consequences. Like. Other than Boogie, who I, I'm going to say he was murdered because he did, really didn't do anything Perfect. wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. So I would, love, <laughs> I would love a sequel where everybody's on trial for his murder. <laughs> I mean, to yeah, be I fair, know. nobody in the town really liked him but the kids. But um, Lock, <laughs> yeah. Lock uh, Stock, and Barrel. Yes. He just wanted to play. Yeah, like he... Like, he did nothing wrong. He technically didn't kidnap. That was Jack. And, uh, I mean, there's no proof that he had, like, tortured anybody. So, again, like, you know, get a good detective in here. I'm just giving an idea. I would like to see a sequel in which everyone in Halloween Town is on trial for the murder of Oogie Boogie Boogie Man. They did my man dirty. Yeah, like... <laughs> Don't do that, huh? Let's wrap this up. Hold on. I feel like I'm about to... <laughs> Oh, God, I gotta breathe. Hold on. So it's Nightmare Before Christmas. It's not a nightmare, nor is it Christmas. There you guys are. Good night. Thank you, Daria. <laughs> and on that note, um, Jack and Sally live happily ever after while Sally sits in front of the moon, bringing back my moon metaphor or motif or whatever. It, it's a fun little thing. Do you recommend or not recommend The Nightmare Before Christmas? Savannah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. For 100%. sure. All right. Um, and, yeah, you know what? This is my first time watching it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it enough to recommend it. I, As an adult, I have many questions of the logic and everything. And I do think the only problem that this movie really has is its character's motivation. Because the movie is so short, I think that's the reason why we just don't get a lot. You know, Boogie only shows up at the, the third act and... We don't really know why he's doing what he's doing. Jack, I think, needs a little more character work. Sally definitely needs something. <laughs> I don't know what Sally really does in this movie. Um, but, you know, I think this movie would have benefited of having a longer runtime. But it is the way it is, and I think it's good. I think it's a really good kids movie. Um, so, yeah, I recommend it. I recommend it if you like um, Christmas and or Halloween. 
that's all I have. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's a good movie. I just don't think it has a lot of payoff, but it's a good movie. I, I, I mean, I will. Will I watch? Will I ever watch this again? If it's on TV, yes. Will I ever actively watch it on my own? Probably not. Um, but that's just me. Um, so Savannah, much like uh, Moulin Rouge, I didn't, I did not like this one. I actually really like this movie. Okay, I was. Ooh, I thought you were about to go down the wrong path, buddy. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, like I, I thought I said, you were I really... about to be like, just like Moulin Rouge. I'm not really a fan of this one. Ooh. Wait, yeah. you didn't like Moulin Rouge? No, he didn't. Yeah, what? I, I, I understood it. I just didn't go with it. I re-listened to it. I completely wow. agree with myself. Yeah, he's a dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. But I like it. The Night Before Christmas, so I hope that redeems me. Nope. Uh, oh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> but um, so yeah, guys, we finished the this is our last podcast of the year. How we how we feeling? Did did you guys enjoy you know this this whole little thing we do here? I know I ask you guys this like every couple of months, but you know, just tell our audience that I'm not you know forcing you. Help no, save us, please. We are not here against our will. <laughs> if you don't you watch more larry clark movies oh god okay then you'll really need to save us <laughs> y'all want to watch the sequel to bully oh, god. there's a sequel why is there a sequel there's not there's not but i'm just saying oh my like... god why did that like, legit strike fear in our hearts because, like, no, honestly, like, what is, we what like, is there to be a sequel of? Their time in jail? In prison? <laughs> <laughs> what happened in between that last scene when the girl snitched? Like, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, there's more Black Christmas. We can go back to that. Please. Please. Stop. <laughs> You're coming oh, into to... Oogie Boogie. And I, we're not, I sat like... through that movie once. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm okay God. for a lifetime. I might watch it again just for the heck of it. I actually like the movie. <laughs> okay. You know, our you know Savannah, we could rewatch uh, Silent Night Deadly Night. Are you asking me if you want to do a sequel to the second one? Oh no! Like I said, I don't ever want to watch those. But okay. you know, I, I'll I'll watch the first one all day. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know. Shoot that down real quick. There are episodes we love. Gone Girl is a good one. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I Ooh, love Gone hey. Girl. Texas Chainsaw is a really good episode, actually. You know, I'm trying to think of more good episodes we've done. We have a lot. We've done a lot of movies, guys. Um, not all of them will be painful, and the ones coming up aren't going to be painful. Um, you know, I, I went down the schedule a little bit. I'm not going to go down the schedule now. I'm going to actually, we're, you know, we're going to end things here. But uh, me and the podcast will be go dark for a little bit after New Year's, me and Shelton and whoever else wants to join. But it's mainly me and Shelton will be back in January for our Cosmic Horror trilogy that we're doing yes. there. I know Shelton's <laughs> extremely excited about that one. What way yes. to start the new year to then reminisce about the, the apocalypse that 2020 was? <laughs> yes, but with the cooler type of apocalypse. Yes, it's monsters and psychological dreams and stuff that i don't understand so the old ones yes so hopefully that uh shelton will explain it all for me but in the meantime thank you all for listening and thank you guys thank you to all of you for joining me tonight and for all of these podcasts hell yeah you're welcome
You're welcome. Yes, yes. I, I very much appreciate and enjoy you guys. Um, for you guys out there, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, have a Merry Christmas. Um, if you want more of the mer- uh, that. If you were <laughs> the Murderbird. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> okay, let me try and do this. Um, <laughs> if you want more of the Murderboard podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Murderboard underscore pod and on Twitter at Murderboard the. There you can ask questions, leave comments about the show. Please don't forget to share the podcast with family and friends. You can find us on most of your favorite podcast networks, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and right here on Anchor. We just recently got uh, some episodes out on Podbean, if you have that. Also, consider supporting the podcast and sustaining future episodes such as this by hitting the support button slash link down below in the show notes below your little podcast tab here. And uh, look for new episodes on Fridays and Sundays. Uh, look for new episodes on in January 2021. That's when we that's when we will be back. So uh, when this comes out, it'll be Christmas. Merry Christmas because it's on a Friday. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, I'm crap. I'm doing that thing where I don't know how to end and I sound like Rick and Morty. You but... know what? <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Merry fucking Christmas. Let's go. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> if you're a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, please dial <laughs> If you are a loved one and was forced to watch a movie called Bully, you might be entitled for a settlement. Yeah, because that's similar to the same coming no time soon. So. Uh, just wait till, <laughs> guys, just wait till July. I have found more movies like it. See y'all next year. <laughs> Or hear y'all next year? Hear from us next year? Something. You're making it complicated. Yeah. We'll, you'll see us when you see us on the fucking thing in the jig. Listen out for us next year. There we go. <laughs> Water. <laughs> I don't know, when you said well, we'll be right back, I have like this infomercial in my head, like, <laughs> D- are you tired of wasting your potato chips? <laughs> <laughs> That's good at the end. <laughs> Hi, I'm not Billy Mays. Do you know how to eat Clorox or whatever the hell he sells? Was it Clorox? I don't know. Do you get mad when your potato chips and your drink do not fit in one hand? Me too. Now, uh, Emory has a huggy where she can sit her potato chips on it without spilling it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you tired of sitting on your ass? Insert the stand, you lazy piece of shit. <laughs> I know who I am. That's why I've been introduced to standing. Standing. <laughs> no, why do I think about Cat in a Hat when he was doing those little commercials in between like the movies? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he would stop the movie and just like promote something. Like I think it was at the end where he promoted like Universal Studios on that little ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, okay, let's let's get back into it, guys. <laughs> so yeah, it was Disney. Well, it does say Walt Disney when you start to watch it. Shut Shelton. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm pretty sure it says Walt Disney at the top of the like poster too. Look, I don't, I don't want to fight you for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I would just like, I'll pull it up right now. I have the poster on my phone. Fuck off. Yeah, it's, I'm looking. I'm on Disney Plus right now. It says Disney Tim Burton. The Nightmare Before Christmas. I get it, guys. I'm not bright. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> oh god. I so, was just uh, clearing up any confusion. <laughs> you did that with the fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I, I have I no idea who this Christine is, but I don't know why Christina Applegate came to mind. Is that a person? Yes. I have no she's... idea. I know her best because I believe she voices Britney in the Alvin and Chipmunks movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, I didn't even know that. I was a, <laughs> yeah. Another Christmas movie that I really love. Terrible, but I love it. I love Alvin and Chipmunks. Um, it is so yeah. cute. All right, oh. so moving forward to 2001. Wait, which, one? <laughs> Wait, which, which one of what? Live action or animated? I love La- the whole franchise. The li- yeah, the... But I, I think he was talking about the live action one. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the live action ones, but I love the whole like history, franchise, yeah. cartoons. I've seen them all. Um, the live action movies died a fiery death, but that's okay. That Good first one was lit. Lit, yeah. First, honestly. That first, yeah, I had I actually have I had the soundtrack to both the first movie <laughs> and like on physical DVD copy I got it for Christmas and That's I was so in cute. love. <laughs> that is adorable. It, it's so cute. Like it came with a poster and I love that poster. I remember sitting <laughs> on YouTube for hours just re-watching trailers. Mm-hmm. Um and then my nuts dropped when the third one came out and I just kind of forgot about them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>